Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 25th of November, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Hot on the heels of the midterm elections, the government pushed for 116 emergency decrees, which are awaiting congressional approval. The reasoning is clear. Since the newly elected lawmakers will take their seats on the 10th of December, there are a few things the government wants to have approved before they lose the majority in Congress. Lawmakers from the opposition walked out of these bipartisan talks, accusing the government of disrespecting the Constitution. They said that these emergency decrees do not respect the Constitution because their time limits expired long ago without dedicating to them serious and thoughtful debate. The ruling party, on the other hand, stated that the opposition is just making a huge fuss out of something customary in Congress. It is true that issuing DNUs, which stands for Decree of Necessity and Urgency, has become a customary thing in Congress. If you're not familiar with how this works, a DNU is basically an order issued by the president that has the force of law. It comes into effect almost immediately after the president issues it, but afterwards the National Congress must determine whether it will be allowed to remain in force or not. On that note, a new law worth celebrating is the recent extension of paternity leave for provincial employees. While male employees can usually take only two days paternity leave after the birth of their child, provincial employees will now take at least 15 days. Additionally, the parents will have another 45 days, which can be used by either one of them or split into two. Unfortunately, this is an exception. According to Argentina's national law, men get two days and women get 90 days across the country, with the possibility of extending it to 180, the last 90 days being without pay. This new law adds another 45 days of paid leave to the usual 90, again, only for provincial employees. But these can be split between both parents. For example, the person who gave birth could take 135 days or go back to work after 100 and give the remaining 35 days to their partner, who would have 50 days of leave in that case. In case of adoption, parental leave will be extended from 90 days to 120 or 180 days, depending on the age of the child. Although this is not ideal, Any effort toward a balanced parental leave is a small step toward gender equality in the workplace. Since many companies choose to hire men instead of women because of fear the latter will be more absent if they decide to have children, extending paternity leave will reduce the benefits of hiring men over women and help build a more equal system. Speaking of the workplace, or rather the lack of, Buenos Aires will host Latin America's first-ever conference for digital nomads, that is, people who use today's technologies to earn a living without being tied to an office space and conduct their life in a nomadic manner. Nomads BA will take place both virtually and in person, running from the 28th to the 26th to the 27th of November and participants will be able to enjoy talks and workshops on a range of subjects, from business models to personal branding. 
The effort stems from the effort of the Buenos Aires city government hopes to attract around 22,000 digital nomads to the capital by 2023. In order to do so, they're on a mission to highlight the benefits of living in Buenos Aires, mainly its culture and diversity, but above all, its affordability. Due to the subsidized services, cheap energy, and the value exchange of the peso, Buenos Aires can be very affordable for digital nomads with an international salary, especially for the three-quarters of them who come from the United States, the United Kingdom, and Western Europe. The City Hall also announced that it will soon work toward a new digital nomad visa, which would extend the length of the current standard 90-day tourist visa to a full year. The main benefit of attracting digital nomads is clear. Typically, Nomads spend significantly more than other types of international visitors, which can help bolster the local economy in the months and years to come. Speaking of welcoming international visitors, Argentina's ambassador to Chile accused one of the neighboring country's presidential candidates of being xenophobic, José Antonio Cast, who finished first in Chile's presidential election with almost 28% of the votes, has been raising concerns as he is known to be an apologist and supporter of late Chilean dictator Augusto Pinochet. That said, Ambassador Rafael Bielsa's comments were condemned by governments in both Buenos Aires and Santiago. Although Cast obtained more votes, he will have to face leftist lawmaker Gabriel Boric in a runoff next month, as none of them were voted by the majority of the electorate. And since we're on the topic of elections, I'll go back to Argentina's midterms just to highlight that more than a million people voted blank or spoiled ballots. That figure represents almost 3.5% of the electorate nationwide, with La Rioja having the highest percentage of voters not leaning toward any electoral option. Last week, we touched on the new regulations surrounding cryptocurrencies in Argentina, how these transactions will now be subject to the government's tax on bank credit and debts. Yet, the crypto markets seem to be expanding as Bybit, one of the fastest-growing cryptocurrency exchanges with operations around the world, just became the new main sponsor of Argentina's national football teams. With its global growth strategy for the coming years, the Latin American market is one of the centers of Bybit, and now its logo will be present in the training apparel of all national football teams. Speaking of new businesses, the tech-enabled mass transit solutions provider, Swivel Incorporated, announced a definitive agreement to acquire a controlling interest in local startup Viapool, a mass transit platform currently operating in Buenos Aires and Santiago in Chile. Viapool is the only provider of on-demand bus hailing services in Buenos Aires and Santiago, with plans to expand operations to Lima, Peru in the coming months. Since we're talking about expansion, Argentina's economy expanded more than expected last month thanks to how tourism, manufacturing, and construction picked up. Hotels and restaurants jumped 60% from a year ago as the economy gradually reopens. Corn broke export records and agricultural producers sold 750,000 tons of soybeans, 
making agro-export companies the leaders in bringing dollars into the country, with an income of more than $2 billion. As the year as a whole, economists forecast Argentina to grow 8% in 2021 following a three-year recession. However, Economy Minister Martin Guzman said the government is revising upward its growth estimate for this year to nearly 10%. That said, growth hinges on the government's success in negotiating with the IMF in the upcoming months. Also in the upcoming months, Argentina will kick off the Phase 1 trials of the national vaccine against COVID-19. The preclinical studies are expected to finish by the end of 2021, and if everything goes well with the following phases, they could start scaling the production of the vaccine in 2023. Called Arbach Cecilia Grierson, this vaccine will serve both as a primary vaccine and as a booster for people who received other vaccines and whose immune response has begun to decline after a period of more than six months. Before we go, Tuesday the 23rd, the world's 50 best released their Latin America's 50 best restaurants of 2021, which includes 10 restaurants in Buenos Aires City and one in the province of Mendoza. We won't list all of them here, but if you're into having new gastronomic experiences, I strongly suggest checking out the list and maybe trying a place or two. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff happening in Argentina. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at our new email, argentina at rorschach.com, or follow us on our brand new accounts on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline ARG. Nos vemos el próximo jueves. Thank you.